Welcome on into the 2-3 podcast. I'm Cam, that is Zach. Previewing this Virginia Tech Hokies matchup, Zach, a, an opportunity for a quad one win. This team is 12-8 and eight overall, 2-7 and seven in conference play. We just played them too, like two weeks ago, and it was a pretty decent game, all things considered, because we were pretty nervous going into it. Still, though, there is a lot to be nervous about for this Virginia Tech squad. Yeah, their record does not reflect who this team is at all. You know, obviously they're just on a seven game losing streak, which they just broke, but two and seven in the conference is not reflective of what this team is capable of, which by the way, all those games are super, super close. You know, two games ago, their loss at Clemson was one point and that's just the margin of error for this team. They losing many games by very few points. So that's something to keep in note. I mean, Many people are saying this is still a tournament team. A lot of people are regarding this as a tournament team. People are going to consider Couture being out, being, you know, to keep that in consideration. And this is a huge opportunity. And, you know, obviously that first preview, we were nervous about the Hokies. And we played so well, we kind of proved, proved ourselves wrong. But I don't know. This team is super, super good. Five of the last seven losses that they had were by five points or less. That is how close all of these games have been. Their last two games in particular, like you just said, Zach, a one-point loss at number 19, Clemson. VT led at half. They led with just under three minutes left in the game. They held Clemson to around 17% from the three. They were looking really good in this and looking like they were going to take it. I think Clemson went on like a like an 8-3 run to finish out the game or something like that. So Clemson looked pretty good uh, closing this out. But that being said, I mean, Clemson is known for being a, a very speedy team. They are known for controlling the pace of the game. And if you're able to get any sort of lead on them, it's just absolutely crazy. That being said, anybody can beat anybody in the ACC like they did with their next game. They had a big time win against Duke. Grant Basile went absolutely crazy at 24 points and eight rebounds. And listen, Duke is not necessarily what they usually are with obviously Coach K retiring, but they are still Duke. They're still really, really good on top of the ACC. Anytime you beat them is going to be, you know, turn some heads. VT looks really good the past two games, and I think that that's what's had me worried the most. You know, I think the most important thing is the tide is finally starting to shift for, the, for this Hokie team. They got their first W against, you know, a good Duke team. You know, things are starting to click for them. Hunter Couture is the, that was his third game back after his injury, so he's he's finally started to feel his flow again. He shot fifty percent from the three against Duke, so this team is starting to click and they're looking dangerous. I think they're going to go on a tear the rest of the schedule here. And I think they might turn some heads. And this is a away game too, so we have to we we have to travel to Blacksburg. So I don't know this. I I know we were super nervous, and then it seemed like for no reason in our first matchup. But there, I I just think there's a lot of reasons to be nervous about this one. Our last time against them, it was a ten point win at the Dome. It was one of our best performances of, of the year up until that point. Five players were in double figures. JG3 dropped 24 points. Jim went on record saying that it was one of the best games that he's ever seen him play. Malik had his first double-double. He had 11 points, 12 rebounds. Again, though, 
Grant Basile has just been on an absolute tear. He dropped 26 on us. And then the big guy, Justin Mutz, the guy that we were really worried about, had 21. And again, when you look at our lineup, even a couple games after that VT win, I still feel like we don't necessarily have too much of an answer for Mutz. Maybe Malik could be our answer. Maybe Benny if he's playing well. But even so, I, I still feel like we don't necessarily have an answer for him. Yeah, that's what's scary. And I think because of our last matchup, we had such an unbelievable offensive performance. Like we shot 50% from the field and the three. It's like, are we going to be able to do that again on the road against a team who's finally got some some momentum? That's a hard thing. And and now you add, you know, their best three-point shooter back in the lineup, Hunter Hunter Couture, who is, is changing the tides for this team. I don't know. This is a scary one, and we gotta we gotta really do everything right to uh, feel good about this one. Let's get into this player breakdown, starting with the guy that you keep talking about, Hunter Couture. He is returning to the starting lineup from injury, and like you said, he is their best three point shooter. Currently, he's only averaging just under ten points per game on the year. But that's only of sixteen games because he's missed a few because of injury. But since he returned against Virginia three games ago. He, sh- he shot 50% from three versus Duke and Virginia and 43% overall in those last three games. And he's just lethal from the three. He's going to make some threes on us this weekend. And yeah, he, he's he, he's a game changer for this lineup. And you're seeing that now because his third game back, they finally got a, a good win against Duke. And I really do think the tides have changed and they're starting to turn. And Virginia... Tech is finally going to be the program that they, they that they've been so close to being without Couture. One big stat that we forgot to mention that even puts Hunter Couture like just even out there more as a as a lethal threat. When we last played VT, they only shot less than sixteen percent from three. So with all that in consideration, with all of the weapons that VT has, and you add that they can now shoot against us. It's just going to be a recipe for a huge headache, and I'm really worried about it. I'm really worried that because against players that shoot really well, we don't typically do that great. The zone isn't necessarily great against three-point shooters, and I feel like we we get a little bit, um, not lazy, but we're just a little bit slow on the wings with our forwards. So I, I do worry that Hunter Couture is going to put up some some huge numbers against us. The next guy, Zach Grant Basile, did put up huge numbers against us, and He's just been on an absolute tear recently. Yeah, so you combine Basili, and then you have Justin Mutz as well, and it's and we we couldn't handle Basili or Mutz the first game. Like you've already mentioned, they dropped big numbers on us. So you, I, I don't know. Like we don't really need to go through this player breakdown. We've seen these guys. We know what they're capable of, and this is just going to be a tough matchup on the road, and a huge opportunity to get our first Q one victory. And hopefully we can make it happen. That's that's all we got to say. Our last time out against UNC, there was a lot of heartbreak. There was a lot of uh, Q's fans that were very upset with the officiating, with some of the final plays down the line. Who do you think going into this game on our squad needs to have the biggest game, the biggest bounce back game? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Joe had a good game. Judah had a pretty good game as well. But honestly, I think, you know, this entire team, you know, whether they had a good individual game or not, this entire team, everyone on the roster just wants to bounce back. 
So I know it's a little bit of a cop-out answer, but I just want to give it to you, Cam. This whole team, and as a team, just wants to bounce back and whatever it takes to, to do that, to get this win, is uh, what every individual guy is going to want to do. That is a very fair answer, though. I think that a lot of guys, they come into this with their own stories. Obviously, Judah has had uh, a couple of freshman mistakes the past couple of games. You know, Joe is trying to keep the the momentum going. He's trying to lead the team. I think Benny is desperately needing a very, very big game. The guy that I want to see stay hot, though, is Chris. He's really impressed me the past maybe like three games where he's he's gotten to his spots. He's had a couple of huge shots down the line. I would love to see Chris get out there, make a couple threes. I want to see this team, though, come out to a hot start. We We keep talking about this. They keep getting out to these slow starts and having to climb back in it. And then, you know, maybe we got like a two-point lead, a one-point lead going into the break at half. I want to see them get out to a nice lead, maybe get their bench in a little bit, sort of experiment with a couple things. But overall, I just want to see them like have some momentum early in this game. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's It's been a problem we've been facing this entire year. I mean, other than I think the Notre Dame matchups in the ACC, we've we've kind of fallen into a hole at some point early on, and I feel like every ACC matchup, if I, off the top of my head, I'm sure that's not 100 true, but it feels like it. If we're able to to limit that, that'd be great. I mean, I guess it's a compliment to the team that we're able to to dig ourselves out of these slow starts, which I guess is impressive in some some way. But nonetheless, it's not a good way to start a game, and hopefully we're able to start this one off on the right foot. So this one taking place on Saturday at Blacksburg, like Zach said, 7 p.m. on the ACC Network. Hopefully we get the dub. Hopefully we are able to move to 7-4 and four in the conference. Currently at this taping, we're sitting at 8th in the ACC. There's just a, a big jumbled mess of 6-4 and four teams, 7-3 and three teams in that little middle area that we always seem to find ourselves in. If you're able to make it out of that bunch at the top, more than likely you're going to get some looks for the tourney for, for tourney time. It seems like Zach for, for this year, and this is for a much bigger conversation, but it seems like this year the ACC is getting quite a bit of love where we're looking to see maybe like seven or eight teams get into uh, the tournament. Hopefully that's the case because we always seem to find ourselves in that little middle section. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of a little bit of good, a little bit of bad from the public perception of the ACC. I feel like some rumors are ACC's down again, but that's what they said last year. And look what you know we brought to the lead eight and what we did in the tournament. I mean, that's another conversation, but I feel good about where the ACC is. I think you know teams are solid, and just like every year, ACC competition is so close. Every game is so tough, and like we always say, anyone can beat anyone. So uh, yeah, I mean, huge matchup here. You know, this may this 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 victory might not feel as good as you know UNC or the Miami game early on in the year, but this would be a huge game for us, a huge win, and hopefully we can get the job done. And not to mention that we've got a very very tough schedule after this. We got Virginia, then we got Boston College and Florida. Those are not great teams, but. After that, NC State, Duke, and Clemson. So this is basically getting us ready for that just absolute dogfight of uh, February ACC basketball time. So very, very important game, this one. Hopefully you can catch it. Next time you'll hear from us, we'll be recapping this one. And until you hear from us then, we will talk to you soon. 
Let's go Cuse.